0: I'm an independent podcaster, and your support is so important and means the world to me in keeping this podcast running. Link to the Patreon is in the show notes. Hold on to your butts. Thank you. And now, on to the show. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. He started to run, but it was too late. He felt as his back was snaping in half. Dear Ellie, hi again, it me, Tim. And then Ian interrupted. Is it about dinosaurs? Because I'm sick of dinosaurs. Is that all, said Roland? Yep, said Jaws. Well, that's not good enough. I want to know the island, said Roland. Ow, that's easy. Isla Genara I bet we won't even see dinos. Really? Then Henry interrupted. Come on, we got a plane to catch. We'll meet Hammond and Grant at the airport. Welcome to See Jurassic Right, an episode two of Fan Fiction Fridays, where you get to hear some of my favorite friends and performers read aloud my Jurassic Park fan fiction I wrote when I was 10 years old. (laughs) Jurassic Park, Hammond's Other Secret, written in 1997, already looks to be a mishmash of the first two movies. Of course, 10-year-old Steven would make a third island. Writer Saman Nathan picks up where Allie Ward left off. She'll be reading chapters 6 through 10 out of a total of 39 chapters in this series. They're all like a page long, don't worry about it. Every second Friday of the month, you'll get to hear the next part of this adventure featuring another extremely talented person indulging me. Won't you? Let's dive back in.
1: Chapter 6 Flight He felt as the plane was lifting off. He hated planes thought Dr. Grant. What happened to using carts, he thought. They were going to an island, probably without seeing anything, but cows and other animals. He felt tired. Then the loudspeaker came on and said, we will have movie time now. With movies like Tin Cup, Star Wars, Hoodlum, and Independence Day. Alan decided to watch Tin Cup. He pressed the button to turn it on, but it was interrupted by the speaker. We will be airing in two and a half hours. The movie turned back on, but after 30 minutes, he fell asleep. Chapter 7 Crash Alan woke up to loud alarm noise. Ali ran up to and said that the airplane engine blew up. And we're going to hit the mountain. Then there was a loud (laughs) explosion. Oh no! Explosion. Then there was a loud explosion. Alan hit his head. Then. Blackness. Chapter Eight, Accident. Roland Timboy asked Jaws Johnson, "Where Mike was?" Jaws were about to answer when Mike came. He said, "The plane." Are <laughs> you were very smart, boy, Stephen? This is very good. That had the vehicles spelled. V H E I L. E C L E S, fake, <laughs> fakeless. He said the plane. No, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that had the v- vehicles and weapons crashed of a tornado and storms. Wow, Roland said. order more vehicles. Spelled differently this time. Veil Eccles. No one do said make no orders until a couple of weeks the darn said what does this say until a couple of weeks no. darn okay cool I had it right until a couple of weeks darn said Roland well, Jaws call off expedition said Roland said Roland right Well, Jaws call off the expedition until we can order those kills. <laughs> actually spelled differently again you've gone back to the vh at the beginning and then you have e-i-l and then you have e-c-e-s like feces uh whereas the other one was e-c-l-e-s vehicles, so this is just veilices more fun than i've ever had in my whole life chapter nine Isla the janara Alan woke up from someone shaking him. It was one of the workers who went with them. He said, Dr. Grant, we crashed on Isla Janara. What Grant said? Shouldn't we be on another island? Yes, no boy died in the crash, but we've discovered something amazing. Real live dinosaurs. Actually, I want to give that a little bit more weight. But we've discovered something amazing. Real live dinosaurs. Alan looked up. He saw a magnificent sight. Spelt like a dig site. Parasodophysis. Spelt correctly. Because you get the dinosaur spelling right. But not everything else. Pa- parasidofi- parasidophysis. Everywhere. Some ceratopsians grazing in the field. And Pachyacin de here. And there it seemed so peaceful. Then Ian, Sarah and Nick came running toward him. Isn't this place cool? Well, Ian said... Oh, sorry. I added Ian because I wanted it to be Ian. Running toward him. Isn't this place cool? Well, Alan said. That's okay. But we better unpack. Oh, yay, said Nick. We only have three cars left. Luckily, there's no damage let's go find the campsite after with the help of henry they got dinner ready oh you go straight into the 10th chapter with no gap because you couldn't even wait you were so excited okay chapter 10 Carno attack so what's happened here is that stephen's actually written himself into the story and he's kind of written himself as like an extra but also like an essential side character okay so let's see what happens i remember reading for this for the first time Chapter 10, Carano Attack. A Stephen, brackets, one of the workers, in brackets, wanted to go on a walk. So he left the campsite. This place gives me the creeps, thought Steve. Then he heard a noise, a growl, then a roar. He started to run. He recognised that noise back when he worked on Isla Nublar. It was a Carnotaurus. Suddenly... He fell head over heels, tossing and Hitlering rocks <laughs> I should not breathe right now Tree trunks anything in his path. Then he hit the ground. He he thought he broke his arm, he, he tested it up, he said broken but he decided to climb. He ran to get to help. Uh I guess ran, right? He ran to get help. When he climbed to the top, he saw no sign of the Kano. Then his hand hurt real bad. He looked at his hand, and there was a... He looked at his hand, and there was a Kano holding his hand. I'm screaming. No, I have to stop. Why? Okay. And then he looked at his hand and there was a cano holding his hand in its mouth. Stephen screamed, then ran, but the cano held on tight, so tight, it ripped his hand off. Stephen said... Oh no, Stephen screamed again and ran as fast as he could, but he tripped on a rock and fell on his back. He scrambled on the ground, but it was too late. The cano picked him up, but didn't crush him. Then he realised... He had a grenade in his pocket. He reached for it and grabbed it. But before he could pull the pin, the Kano ripped his broken arm off. He howled in pain, but he managed to get out of its mouth. He ran. He hit a rock. It started a landslide. Rocks kept hitting him. Then one rock hit hit him in the head. That last thing he saw was the Kano coming toward him. Then he lost cautiousness. (laughs) He lost consciousness.
0: Thank you again to Saman Nathan. You can follow her on Twitter and Instagram at Saman Nathan, and follow her hilarious Instagram at Actually Pretty Relatable. Have you written Jurassic Park fan fiction or any fan fiction? Please share. I'd love to read it. You can always call to leave your Jurassic stories at 323-688-6969 or send me an email at cjurassicright at gmail.com. Follow along with the show on Twitter at SJRPod, on Instagram at cjurassicwright, on Facebook at Wright, and follow me on Twitter at Stephen Ray Morris. Thank you to Caitlin Thompson and Tim Ruggery, Molly McAuliffe, Heather Mason, Stephanie Cook, Sarah Iyer, and you. See Jurassic Write is an ACAST podcast. Check out the show on their mobile app. Thank you for listening.
1: Look, maybe your grasp on the grammar and spelling of the English language was not quite developed to the point it is today, but we're in the world of podcasts. You don't need to have perfect spelling and grammar. This This is inspired writing. And you wrote yourself in, which I think takes a level of, um, I just think you writing yourself in shows a level of, like, imagination and a level of, um, investment. You cared enough to see where you would be in that world, and that's amazing. Um, but also there's a breathlessness to the way you write that's really, um, relatable and endearing. Like, you I can imagine that little Stephen has his grip so damn tight on that pencil, and he... He doesn't even take time to use the little um, eraser on the back of the pencil. He's just going for it. Um, it's He's writing in what they call a white heat. And sometimes you got so into it you didn't even write a gap between the chapters. It just like bleeds into the next chapter. <laughs> but I know what to do. Oh my god.